Money is such a taboo topic. It has been for decades and centuries, and for as long as we can remember. My mission is to bring forth a new conversation, a different conversation, all about money, mindset, business, and creating wealth for the compassionate, convicted, and connected woman, so that you have the space and the place to begin to unravel everything you believe to be true or not true about money. Welcome to Keep the Change podcast, changing the world one spare coin at a time with Coraline Defroe. Here I go. I'm going to share some stats with you. If you are interested, please, I recommend that you write down these so that you can look at them. I'm a visual learner, but right now I'm going to share them with my voice. So, Does anyone remember this? In 2009, in 2009, that's 11 years ago. In 2009, does anyone remember what was going on? Probably not. In 2009, we had the swine flu. The swine flu, you ask? Yes, 2009, do you remember that? Well, in 2009, 20% of the population was infected with the swine flu. That's 1 billion people at the time. I bet none of you remembered that. Yes, that's right, around GFC. There was a 3% fatality rate. Now, the US Center for Diseases estimated that 59 million Americans contracted the swine flu with 0.02% who actually died from it. Do you remember that? Now that I mention it, you probably do. And in that time, there was a panic around the world. During that time, the markets took a huge dive, just like they're going now, right? I am sharing this with you and I will continue to share this with you and for the last hundred years so you can see that everything is okay, so you can see that we will recover from this, so you can see that when everything that we've already been through has been okay and we've landed where we are today, then everything is going to be okay moving forward, even through this supposed crisis pandemic, whatever word you want to use for it. So I've got more stats I want to share with you. So in 2009, with the swine flu, hospitality and the airlines industries were affected. They even were, some of airlines around the globe were bailed out by governments. Governments do not want to see airlines go down, especially if they're owned partially by governments or like us in Australia, where Qantas, as an example, is one of our main, you know, sources of employment Uh, main sources of recognition in terms of a brand with so many affiliations, they cannot let that go down. Then I'm going to go back now in some time. For some of us, we may be a bit too young to even know or remember this. Of course, most of us will remember 9-11 in 2001. So I want you guys to really think about all these years. 9-11 in 2001, that was the mid-cycle. Then we had a bull run, then we had the GFC, right? Airline industry really suffered from that as well. In 1981, interest rates went through the roof. It was to kill inflation. That's why they kept creeping them out. Now, this is mostly US-based. Whatever happens in the US, then the world follows, whether we like it or not. People said in 1981 that we would never recover from such high interest rates. For us in Oz, we had really high interest rates in the early 90s. We recovered. In 1961, There was a credit squeeze. People said we would never recover. 
I just really want you guys to see that it's all going to be okay. If you have people in your family that are affected, if you have people that are passing away from this, of course I'm sorry and of course this shit is is tough, but I want you guys to see that there are patterns in this. It is all patterns. Okay. In 1918 to 1920, there was a flu pandemic that killed 40 to 70 million people with 500 million people affected. It was the Spanish flu 100 years ago. Now, it was called the Spanish flu because it was just after World War I and Spain was actually neutral in World War I, but it was the only country that reported their data correctly. So right now we don't know what data is being correctly shared, but back then it was only Spain. So Spain seemed to have the highest number of people with the Spanish flu. In 1921, there was a market downturn or a market slowdown. And then from 1923 to 1929, there was a bull market. And then the Great Depression. Can you see any similarities? Remember, Great Depressions or depressions happen every 100 years in markets. We have recessions every 18 to 20 years, but Great Depressions every 100 years. So in November 1919 was the end of World War I. That was the peak of the markets. I invite you all to have a look at the markets at the end of 2019. Just saying. And then, as I said, there was the flu pandemic between 1918 and 1920. Obviously, for us, it's right now. And then we had the market slowdown in 21. So everything that we are experiencing right now is normal. Now, what is really fucking scary, what is really fucking scary after all of this, the fact that humanity goes through these patterns and we still don't fucking learn from this stuff amazes me. But 55 to 60% of Americans have less than $1,000 savings in their bank account. 78% of Americans live pay to pay. And four out of every 10 Americans can cover a $400 expense straight off the bat. That is fucking concerning to me. And it's concerning for many reasons. One, we just don't own our fate enough. We are living in scarcity. We don't believe that money is available to us. We feel like we're going to get bailed out. When I was going through my shit for the last seven years, no one bailed me out. I had to bail myself out. But now all of a sudden we all have our hands out because we didn't look after ourselves. We did not believe that we could look after ourselves. And so we just thought that, you know, we we had our shit. We didn't deal with it. And so we just threw money left, right and centre thinking that it was never going to end. Meanwhile, the cycles always happen. No matter where we are in life, no matter how old we are, no matter how many times we've seen it and it's not going to happen again, they keep happening. And we keep thinking that they're going to stop. Even if you chat to someone who's 60, 70, 80, They still go, oh, this is disastrous. No one ever says, oh, yes, I've seen this before. And, you know, back in my day, now they say that, but it's all fucking dramatised. How are we learning from these past things? This technical analysis does not lie. A Great Depression every fucking hundred years. This is not a recession. It's just a market slowdown. The economy will pick up again. This is why the the government is pumping so much money in the economy because it was slowing down. They will see a massive bull market. Things will go up for the next five to six years. Be ready for it, but also be ready for the fucking downturn because then it will be a downturn and it will be one that no one's ever seen in this lifetime. It's happened 100 years ago, 
but it hasn't happened in our lifetime. So be ready. I'm not trying to be harsh. I'm just trying to say that the numbers tell the story. And these numbers don't fucking lie. I didn't make it up. I'm not some fucking genie that makes shit up. It's literally like it's in the numbers. It's called technical analysis. If you look at the charts, it's all there. Every year ending with a one, 1961, 1981, 1921, 2001, they were all mid-cycle slowdowns. Then we got a bull market and then we had a, a recession. We have a depression coming up. So if you are not ready right now, it's okay. I want you to be ready for the depression. You've got five to seven years up your sleeve. Get cracking. Don't fall part of the 55% of Americans that don't even have $1,000 saved. If you've lost your job right now, it's okay. You've still got time. How can you do things differently this time around? Why are companies jumping on the amending contract sucking people if this is the case? Is it just because they're reactive? Yes, because companies are led by people and companies are led by people who are led by big bonuses. And whether we like it or not, a lot of these people who are at the head of these companies are not aware of technical analysis. They look at fundamental analysis, but not technical analysis. And they have to answer to shareholders and they have to answer to people who are going to determine whether or not they have a career at the end of it. It's a great question, but it's something that no one, you know, we're humans. We all act out of desperation and these companies have to be seen to maintain profits. I have a company. I want to maintain my profits. So do I blame them? No, I don't blame them. But people aren't thinking ahead. Companies and people have to have buffers in place to withstand this stuff. A lot of companies don't have free cash flow available to sustain these times. And that's why they have to lay off people. We have good times, right? We always have about, let's say, seven to nine years of good times. And so humans get complacent. It's not going to happen this time. It's not going to happen this time. The market won't fall again. That pattern won't happen again. It's been, it's done. And we forget, we forget, we forget. Hang in there, guys. It's really important that you see this for yourselves. There will always be external factors that you cannot control. All of us are exposed to external factors. But from this day onwards, what do you do for yourself so that when those market and external market changes occur, they don't influence you too much? In the past, they influenced me. I learned from those last times. And now I have shit in place so that I don't have to worry and I can withstand what's coming. I'm ready for, I was ready for this mid-cycle. I really was. I knew it was coming. I was like between 2019 and 2021, it's coming. And here it is. And I'm ready for the Great Depression as well. I'm not quite ready. I still need those next five to seven years, but I know it is coming. So what are you going to do for yourself? What are you going to do? Again, I did not make this stuff up. It's available to you. Look it up. People study this shit on a daily basis. I did not do the analysis in case you're wondering. I am close with people who do this stuff and who cream their pants doing it. I cream my pants reviewing it. I don't cream my pants doing it. So remember, cycles last between 18 to 19 years. This cycle started in 2008, 2009, some say 2007. You work the numbers, 100 years since the last Great Depression. Every depression happens every 100 years or so, give or take. 
Be ready, people. Be ready. If you've got any questions, you know where I am. Hang in there. I think it's really fucking important that you know this stuff so you don't get stuck in the emotions. Emotions are good, but after a while you've got, you have to neutralize them and you have to see the facts. Stop watching TV. Stop listening to the media. You know, you look at the Spanish flu. You look at the Spanish flu and it's only fucking called the Spanish flu because Spain was the only country that reported the data correctly. What is this going to be called in a hundred years time? We don't know. But what we do know is that patterns are real, cycles are real. So look inward. Where are you in your life? What part of the, the cycle are you in for you personally? Don't compare with other people. I've just had my winter. I'm coming back and this is my spring. You need to check in with yourself. Don't compare yourself to me. Don't compare yourself to others. And know the numbers, know your personal numbers, know your business's numbers, and know what's going on in the economy. Know that cycles are real. See ya. Thank you so very much for listening to this episode and for coming along on the ride that is this podcast. The show notes have all of the information you need. And remember to follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Coraline Defro to follow along on all my shenanigans. And lastly, subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, share with your friends so that we can all become wealthier together. If you are not already subscribed to my mailing list, I suggest you get your tushy over to my website, CoralineDefro.com, so I can shower you with gifts like I do with all of my people. I just love, love giving. So until next time, let's change the world one spare coin at a time.